Welcome to the First Do Bowhunter Podcast by Tool City Outdoors. Before we get going on this next episode, I want to tell you guys about a new partner of ours, especially if you're in the Northwest Pennsylvania, Northeast Ohio, even Southwest New York. Check out Bugs the Bone Skull Cleaning. Joe and Chad uh, hook me up good every year, whether it's doing some turkey heads just for something different or my buck that I got last year, uh, done some other ones in the past. I love that fresh, clean, whitened look. Stands out real nice. Um, they do some awesome stuff with hydrographics as well. Get everything looking nice on a nice plaque. Super presentable. Prices are awesome. Go over to Facebook, check out Bugs to Bones, tell them we sent you, and uh, you're not going to be disappointed in preserving your trophy. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Evan from Tool City Outdoors and the First Do Bowhunter Podcast, and welcome back for episode eight. We recorded this episode uh, just prior to the start of the Pennsylvania archery season, but we kind of got busy with, you know, like killing deer and hunting. Yeah, that's a soft brag. Not for me, but for my awesome wife. We'll hear about that, too, or you can check it out on Tool City Outdoors. Uh, Facebook be coming out soon, as well as on YouTube. You should probably subscribe to those. Uh, but what happened here, Andrew was out scouting a piece of public land near him and saw a dude on his camera. Whatever, it's private, it's public land, so stuff happens. Ended up recognizing the guy, reached out, and it's Kurt from Ridge Raised Outdoors, another local group that does the same thing we do. Likes to uh, get people involved in hunting and not out really here to make money or do anything else, but more just spread the awesomeness of outdoors and hunting and how much we enjoy everything we do. So it's a cool episode where we kind of teamed up, talked each about our setup, more than less uh, just introducing each other. Probably going to do a couple more collaborative uh, podcasts as well as some hunts together, maybe try to get each other filming stuff. It's an awesome way to get this northwest Pennsylvania area uh, into it a little more and, and spread the information out. So we hope you like it. Again, go over and like our stuff on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube and our podcast, however you may be listening. And do the same thing for Ridge Raised Outdoors, if you would. Um, guys are doing the same thing, putting down some great deer and some great footage. They're also helping us learn a lot as we get into this and start this process as our first uh heavy full year getting into this so kick back relax and hope you enjoy all right here we're uh here at andrew's house andrew young's and uh it's kind of cool how we um met up and now we're doing a podcast together yeah so, it's real yeah. sweet yeah. Uh, the i'm here with evan as well yeah um from tool city outdoors which is pretty cool and Kind of funny how we met, how we got together, if you want to let them know, Andrew. Long story short. Oh, it's not that long a story. <laughs> no, 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 I'm really not. I'm exaggerating a little bit. Uh, I knew his wife in high school through an ex-girlfriend, knew her in college, watched his stuff on YouTube with Ridge Raised, and I was checking a trail cam after I came back from Kentucky, and there's a group of two guys. And then this other guy, like, standing in my mock scrape of my looking branch, I'm like, huh, that guy looks awfully <laughs> familiar. So I had happened to add him on Facebook, like, the week prior. Yeah. Sent him a message, and you were like, what, where, when? Yeah. <laughs> like, 21 questions. Like, yeah. Like, here you go, here you are. And you were like, yep, uh, that's me. definitely my me. My bad. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then you were like, thanks for not stealing my camera. I'm like, dude, I'm a, 
you know, I'm a hunter, I'm a public land guy. I would never do that. I would yeah. never do that kind of thing. When I look at a camera or when I look at a tree stand, I walk right by it. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of times I'll wave to it, but you must have had your camera in a good spot. I didn't even see it. <laughs> I know, we saw your mock scrapes. I put it up a stick high, and then I had a couple oak leaves broke off around it to kind of camouflage it. Yeah. I don't trust public land people. Right. Unfortunately. Um, it's just ironic that it's like a long story, that wild story that we ended up, now we're here. So funny. Yeah. It's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like, it's just cool how that worked out. But yeah, like I said, you didn't even have... You had that mock scrape, and I walked right by. I didn't even see your camera, so I was like, oh, you must have had it in a good spot. So that's kind of cool. There. Nothing great. I mean, it was a good pinch between right. where that oak flat came down to that right. oaks and out to feed. And so That was actually yeah. the first time that I'd been in that public. I was just with a friend, Sean, and uh, we were walking through, and that was pretty much it. Like, walked right by it. But, but definitely, I got more people on that trail cam last month. Cause I hadn't had any in there. I put them out in June and July in that piece, that two on there. And I didn't have anybody on them until him, Sean and his dad squirrel hunting with yeah. the recurves and then right. you, yeah. and then the other guy in the field edge, like he yeah. looked at my mock scrape in the field edge that you saw, he was looking for the camera everywhere. Could be other squirrel hunters, but did they, they did they have He was just on like a white just... t-shirt, blue jeans, and huh. shoes. It may be those other tree stands that was that you saw just up from my yeah. camera. Yeah. Okay. Kind of checking things out. I don't know. Gotcha. That's one thing part of that. Like for me, I know I I try to like stay out of the woods in September, you know, with my private yeah. stuff. But then it seems like everyone else that's the on public anyway of like the oh man, I gotta hurry up and do this quick scouting and so then oh, yeah. running late. Everyone have, is yeah. just bombarding yeah. it that last yeah. few weeks, that kind of stinks. I've let my camera soak a lot more this year and uh, I hunt a lot of well mostly all public and i just let them soak for like a good month and a half mm -hmm. i haven't even checked the ones over where i shot my big one there a few years ago it's been like almost two months with that one and i have i transition a lot of my cameras especially late september on scrapes and stuff mm -hmm. um just you know community scrapes or whatever um and then off transitions from bedding and whatnot but i'm excited to see what's on there but from what it seems like I don't know how much I'll go there because the deer that I have closer to my house are pretty nice. Yeah. And so, and it, why would I drive an extra 25 minutes when I can, you know, it's a good problem to have. When you start it is getting, a good yeah, problem. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. So, um, yeah, I kind of had a little outline, but we're, I think we're just going to kind of go off whatever, but I would like to know what your guys' setups are. We when I pulled up, you said you got a new bow, what bow did you get? And, what yeah, I actually, uh, I was shooting a Hoyt Power Max the last few years. Loved the bow, but came across a uh, screaming deal on a Matthews Triax. My oh, yeah. brother-in-law shot a Matthews, still shoots a Matthews Halon 32. He's mm -hmm. part of Tool City Outdoors. My brother shoots a Triax. I'm like, I'll give it a try. Yeah. And you being a Matthews guy, you oh, know, yeah. like, when you shoot that, it's oh, holy cow. Yeah. You know, and so Sweet. as soon as I shot him, I'm like, I've got to have it, and did a few little tunes to it, just had to move the rest out a little bit. We finished sighting it in today. I mean, and the patterns were great. Um, so I'm shooting uh, the Matthews Triax, uh, 28 and a half inch draw. I shoot the thumb release. Sweet. Um, the Carbon Express Maxima Reds, uh, 350 spine. Mm -hmm. And I've always been a rage guy, but I think I was, I get so worried about the, you know, little bit of quarter two when you don't know it. So I actually switched to fixed blade this year. Still have the rages in there, knowing they shoot true. Yeah. 
uh, but I'm just shooting the wasp pavilions. So nice. that is my uh, bow setup itself. Sweet. Would you shoot Kentucky at that dough? The error or the, the G5? G5? Yeah, it was at G5. And that thing dropped. And that's what they're doing with mine. Yeah. And I was shooting today, and that's the, sh the one I shot my buck with in Kentucky, too. Right. G5 Montec. That thing dropped way when I punched both shoulders. It, it blew right through. Yeah. I remember listening to yeah. your guys' episode. It said You guys said it blew right through oh, that, that yeah. buck. And, and buried in the ground. Yeah, and I mean, and, and you obviously shoot a little less draw length, a little less pounds than 60, me. 60 pounds. I shoot at Hoyt Nitrix, which is a two- or three-year-old bow. Um, Easton. Six and a half, the newer arrows they come out with. Mm -hmm. uh, G5 Montec, 100 grains. Yeah. I do the wrap and the helical and the fudging myself and Luminox. Um, and I don't shoot crazy poundage at all. I mean, it's 60 pounds. I mean, that's maxed out. I mean, I, I don't think I'm shooting a speedboat by any stretch of the imagination. Compared to your shoot today, it was like, but it, it went wow, it blew right there. Through both of those, and it was one of the more impressive blood trails I've ever seen. I yeah. mean, it was both for sides. a fixed place too. Yeah, probably, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. it was. Gotcha. I couldn't believe it. Spray. Yeah, two steps. Spray. Wow. Yeah. And that was a 40... 32. 32. I was yeah. thinking it was forty-two. Okay, thirty-two. 32. That's which is a poke. I mean, yeah. that's a good yeah. poke for yeah. you know. I wouldn't shoot a deer over forty, and I've shot that big one years ago. Was at forty, and he ducked real bad, and yeah. he turned, and it was. Yep. Luckily, I got him in the jugular kind of. It was like right was in the really neck. Oh, I in there. Stuck, yeah, stuck in the neck. I thought I got full penetration on that buck years ago. Nope. When I, <laughs> when I looked at the footage again, he turned. That bow that I was shooting, that Creed, years ago, was a little bit on the slow side, but I was shooting really heavy. I don't even know how many grains they were. They were close to 600 grains. Oh, wow. They were heavy. Heavier, right? And with those, you know, Rage Chisel Extremes I was shooting, luckily... I don't know if I would have found that deer with fixed blade. Yeah. He turned, and I just literally him. just opened him up in the neck, and that was it. Like, that's why I'm a firm believer that I will, until it fails for me, I'm going to shoot him until they fail. Yeah, I shot the so, original Rage. Yeah. Like the with the G Rage with the rubber band yeah. collar forever. Yeah. And that first buck I shot at seven yards, that's a pretty much no-brainer. Same mm -hmm. gunk. Sometimes it can't be. And that buck last year at 27, I didn't have a great blood trail at first. But when it really opened up, yeah. I mean, you yeah. saw, you helped me drag that buck out. It was, so you take, a, you take a gallon of pitcher of water and you throw out yeah, blood. That's when that finally opened them up. That's the old cut on contact, right? Yes. Or what, okay. Well, I mean, they still open, but they had the rubber band that ripped basically. It, it but I mean, off. the front of the head yeah. is cut on contact. It's yeah, not like yeah. the the um, the new, what are they called? Uh, not tripan. Hypodermic. Yeah, they have a little, yeah, yeah. They have a little bit different head on them. That's like the cut on contact, so you get more of like a slice when it goes through. Yeah, it really initially, opened, it yeah. opened them up pretty good, but and I never had bad luck with them. But maybe my thought, like, I'm hesitant. There's a lot of moving parts to mechanicals. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Know, I don't know. So I got those Montex after reading like. I wanted in Kentucky because everything was so close and tight and thick. The foliage was so yeah. thick. If I right. needed to punch oh, a brisket yeah. or punch a shoulder blade at, yeah. at 20 some yards through a thicket, mm -hmm. I don't want any deflection to open up a broadhead to wound yeah. a deer because that, that's just, it's unethical. I mean, I owe it to a deer to do the best that I can and most ethical yeah. kill. So the Montex fly a little bit different for me and they shoot a little bit low. So, I mean, I, I took that into consideration in Kentucky and moved just to like a yard or two, just a bit higher on my single pin slider. Mm -hmm. And 
done deal. It's the rest of history. Did you, are you using a single pin as well, Evan, or no? Yeah, I never had until this. It just kind of came full setup, and since oh, using on the, it. on that new bow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I had the IQ, you know, the bow sight okay. five pin, yep. Yep. and liked it, but I never realized until I went to the single pin how nice that is. There's oh, no confusion with it. It's Single like, pins for eyes play tricks on me, yeah. too. I see just a bunch of colors. Mm -hmm. I gotta, yeah. like, I shoot when I close, so when I get full draw, it's... See like when I a couple times and try to yeah with a with a three or a three or five pin with the yeah. single pin it's there. no hesitate no doubt yeah that's your pin yeah so it helps me when I first got an archery when I was way back in high school but I always would always shoot just a three pin twenty mm -hmm. thirty forty mm -hmm. then when I got that single pin the HHA the slider yep. I never went back that's, it was like. You get that sighted in from 20 and 40 or 20 and 60 or whatever, and then you, it kind of has, like, a little printout, like, like, a, sight tape, yep. like a sight tape, and it is, like, it's money. Like, it's it's yeah. cool how it does it. And, you know, you range a deer or whatever, it's at 28 yards, you put it right to 28, and it's, it's there's set. No it's, there's, yeah, there's no guess. There's no guess. Hold over, you have to do it. Yeah. We're about hold over. over right. Eventually, you know, I plan on going out west. I plan on doing some of that where, yeah. you know, you're taking a little bit more into consideration with some of that. Maybe I'll have it. It's just... It's nice to be able to have mm -hmm. that exact to it and know yeah. what's going on. It is a whole, it's, it's another step. Yeah. I mean, that buck I missed, what, two years ago in my old place where you kind of lived yeah. with me there for yeah. that summer. I forgot to move my pin, mm -hmm. move it up. I mm -hmm. ranged him at like 22, knocked up, got drawn, and he took three or four more steps yeah. before I could get him. Meh, meh. 27. Yeah, the 22 to 27. I mean, that older bear you saw when you came in here, it, was, yeah. it made a difference. And I yeah. sent right over, right over his back. Right. I shoot with both eyes open. That's what I do. Um, I don't know from shooting all the guns that I shot or whatever. I don't know if it's just like my eye gets tired and starts twitching if I shut it long enough. Okay. So my buddy, he was from Ohio, told me one day, this is years ago, five, six years ago. He's like, I shoot with both eyes open. Try it. So I was like, all right. So I started shooting. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I've always shot with one eye closed Weird. or whatever. So then I started really doing it out to 60, mm -hmm. and I was, like, on. And then mm -hmm. I never went back either. I was, like, my eye doesn't get tired. You keep both eyes open. You can see. You That's know, you have, like, being able to see everything. And you're not, I don't know, it seems like before when people do the one eye close, sometimes they miss those little branches where they get yeah. the reflection on Yeah, that. you pick up the little You can pick it. up the little. Yeah. So I, I've had a lot of success. Well, not deer down success, <laughs> but yeah. shooting success. This year. So. Yeah. This year. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> well, my setup is... Uh, and I was laughing when I came in because I've owned the, the the new Matthews bow since uh, I think I've not owned only the Halon basically mm -hmm. from from Matthews. Uh, I've owned every bow they've had, even if it's been used since like 2006, like when the switchback was there, and then all that stuff coming up, the Z7, all that. Is that what he shoots? Switchback, probably. It might be. Yeah, it might be. Not bad. Oh, they're great. Outback switchback. Yeah, that's I, all, I, like, I think, from, yeah, like, 2005, so, 2006. Yeah, it's probably somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then now I shoot the, the new Matthews VXR 28. I like a smaller bow because mm -hmm. I'm, like, 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, like, yeah, me too. Yeah, 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 short. yeah we're short. And, uh, I feel so awesome right now being, like, 5'8". Like, it's so great. <laughs> yeah. Never have I had the tall <laughs> moment, but continue. Yeah, yeah, oh, jeez. <laughs> um, I like that new ambush green that they came out with, that color. I got that. Um, got all set up, and uh, I shoot uh, element arrows. We mm -hmm. we got a little like discount from them. We're not quote unquote sponsored, but we get like a thirty five percent discount or yes. something like that. 
They're nice arrows. They remind me a lot of like Eastern Axis. I shot the, those for years. The There's ball, really thin, yeah. really thin arrows. Yep. And uh, I think my setup now is like right around 520 grains, which is still pretty yeah. heavy. Like now, that's about yeah. what I'm shooting. Yeah. So I, I think figured my, I think I'm at like 420, 450. I think trying to do the math. I'm actually a little lighter than I anticipated. Yeah. I guess I'm about there too. The yeah. 325s, the 300 or 325s, fine on those six and a halfs. Yeah. Hundred grain arrow. Fletching wrap, mm -hmm. yeah, lighted knock, yeah. yep. somewhere right about 450, 435. I think I'm right around the 500 mark. Yeah. Mine are pretty heavy, but I did just cut an inch and a half off the end. I oh, forgot really? that I, I haven't weighed them since then. I was shooting a longer arrow and it was hanging over my rest like two and a half inches. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't need, especially with drawing back with the rage, like I don't need that extra clearance. Yeah. Like, And I gained like a lot of speed um, just cutting an inch and a half off my arrow. But I, I, I think I'm actually going to try the, the hypodermics this year. Um, I can't find the Chisel Extremes anywhere at the store. Like, I've been through them. I don't know how many arrows I've shot and how many deer I've killed with those. But So I went and filmed stream one day, and they were on sale for nineteen ninety nine. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, I should have bought, like, three packs. But yeah. I'm like, I already have some tri-pans at home. I'm like, I'll just, I'll just get one pack. So I think I'm going to try those this year, and we'll see what happens with those. But... Yeah, I, I like that setup. I, I shoot really well with it out to like 60. And nice. like I said, I would never shoot a deer past 40, but yeah. Right, yeah. shooting that longer distance, it makes, confident. it makes yeah. your shoulder shots feel. Yeah, it makes them chill. Yeah, so a lot easier. But um, I'm excited because this is um, one of the first years I'm going to really get into the hanging hunt stuff too, just like you Us guys were well. talking yeah. about. Hang and bang, man. Yeah. I did it a little bit last year, but I didn't have like a super mobile, like, light setup it was just like i went to walmart or not walmart but feeling the stream got a feeling the stream yep. it was like 15 16 pound stand and then i had like uh sticks from dunham's <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> literally, yeah literally yeah, and it worked yeah i had a worked big, great big game a small yeah. platform and the three pack of the dunham's or boot box sale something yeah the cheap yeah ones and, just yeah you put them together and yeah. they're but they're like five pounds of stick yeah they're heavy yeah. and they're loud but they worked for me and I still yeah. got it done, yeah. whatever. But this year I, I stepped it up and me and Andrew were talking, I think it was last week or the week before, I, I bought that Lone Wolf custom gear nice. stand. The, the 1.0 or the 0.5? The 0.5. Yeah. And then uh, I got the double steps too. I got Did you get them in? Three oh, yeah, I got them already. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I already yeah. got them. Now I'm just waiting on my 0.5 right now. It's longer. It takes longer, I guess. But. Um, I, I still think until my stand gets here, I'm going to run those Muddy Pros yep. with uh, just a Lone Wolf Assault too. Yeah. Just a good setup. Like, it's, it's still, still light. It's, it's still a pound setup, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's subpar, yeah. probably. Yeah. It's probably like 19 and a half, 20. Yeah. yeah. And then my pack, I, I actually, I'm running that Lone Wolf Custom Gear arm too. I'm like all set up. You all said jealous of that. Oh, oh, man. You want that in the worst way. I know oh, you do. Something fierce. <laughs> it's sweet how it is, though. It's all water jetted out. Like it's it's yeah. they cut out as much as they can to cut off that weight with their stand, their sticks, and that little camera arm. And I used to run that big muddy, muddy <laughs> outfitter <laughs> arm. Yeah. And it's like it's hard. it's it's nice though. Like yeah. it, it's it's stable in the tree. Like I can film a deer from like 400 yards away yeah. if I wanted to. Um, but that the lone wolf custom gear one is going to be sweet like it literally folds up and you can put it in your pocket called See, pocket arm and, and that's what realized that in kentucky like my setup isn't 
So I use the Hawk Helium stuff. The, the oh, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, and I did some custom stuff to it. So mm -hmm. I have the Versa button mm -hmm. with the rope. Rope mod, um, yeah. Yeah, sweet. and my sticks are light. I mean, my sticks are probably lighter than, lighter than your XOP stuff just yeah. working through. And I wanted a little bigger platform just for my comfort. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'll do a couple pounds for that. Right. But by the time I was carrying all my stuff in, adding the different camera gear with the muddy stuff, it was like 40 pounds. Oh, yeah, and I remember you, you saying out, that. You, got, you, you looked defeated. I mean, every <laughs> night was... I mean, it, it was a grind. Uh, I mean, it was rough. Yeah. I mean, it was hot. By the time I was putting that bigger camera on... Oh, yeah, it was like 80 that. degrees out there, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it was hot. Oh, the one, it was 90 with a real feel of 98. <laughs> the night we shot the yeah. buck. Yeah. Oh, it was 90 man. degrees. Got, yeah. It got hotter. Yeah. The wind stopped. But that's when I realized like, I need to cut some weight in some right. place. You know, most of the stuff around here, it's uh, I have good access to. It's not as bad. But if I'm going to start... Hitting some public land, some public, going yeah. deep, you know, trying mm -hmm. something different to not mm -hmm. blow out these other deer. I need to cut some weight down on my setup, or yeah, my shoulders are going to be <laughs> hurting by the time. Oh yeah, it's hawk man. A lot of guys use that. Hey, it's good. Yeah. My yeah. my brother runs so that hard. hawk setup with the mini sticks. I think yeah. you have the longer sticks. Yeah, I got the thirty inches. Um, they they're they have some nice stuff, and that mechanism where it kind of sucks together yes. and you can stack them yep. it's pretty cool i did a review on that and i like those sticks i would run them over the, the lone wolf ones yeah just that's just i'm not a huge single step guy but i know you have the xop i don't and, like that single step i don't no. i'm not a big fan but of it you don't but, spend so i guess i run an xop vanish evolution with the single step mini sticks the mini yeah right sticks. and i was thinking about that when you said it you run three sticks right yes and you have the longer Yes. You have a longer 20 or 32 30 or something. Yeah, 30 inch, I think, from step to step, from the bottom step to the top step, right. and the one in the middle. Um, yeah. So, so it, you can carry less sticks and yes. get higher pretty much Plus than your carry. Eight, yeah, have your webbing. Yeah, I do an eight that I have. So I get up to like 16 feet, you know, I think yeah. what I said it was. Um, I would like to have a fourth stick or even a mini stick mm -hmm. to bring with me. Um, even if I don't use it, just to get that little extra on some of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I noticed there was a few trees. I'm like, it'd be nice to be like that 18 to 20. But I think it'd be more 15, 16 if I'm in winter with more clothes. By the time we were done in Kentucky, I was probably up 17, 18. That one day, we were up high, you know, learning it and getting our, our last running. running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we yeah. were up there. So it, I do three, and it works out pretty good. Um, I went to it because I had been a ladder stand guy and then did climber stuff, but there were so yeah. many times that you can't pick the perfect tree because yeah. there's that one branch or, yeah. you know, or the, the tree's not perfectly straight. Or yes. Yeah. And so, so I felt like I was limiting my options so bad and for like, sure. I've got to switch something up. Yeah. And so far I've, I've liked it. We'll see what this year holds. You know, this is kind of a lot of new stuff this year mm -hmm. and had success with stuff in the past. So it's like, all right, let's see if we can continue it with this. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, for what you pay for that setup, three hundred bucks maybe or uh, actually, I wasn't even looking or... at the um, helium stand. And a friend of mine that works on the police department asked if I was looking at stands. Yeah. I said, yeah, but I haven't. I got sticks, but nothing else too much yet. And uh, he said, "There's a buy one get one coupon for these bigger ones." Okay, I'm like, what is it normally? He's like, "It's a hundred and ninety bucks, but buy one get one, so it'll be like ninety bucks, ninety five bucks a piece." Uh, yeah, please. Well, uh, yeah, let's do that. We're still talking about this. Yeah, right. you just go for it. Right. And yeah. then I had bought the sticks early, like before turkey season, because I knew I wanted those double sticks, the double steps. Yes, yeah. So 
all this, I don't want to say sales or whatever it was, but you know, getting rid of packs of those for like a hundred bucks. So I am, now. Yeah, yeah, I'm less than 200 I bucks. Saw, they sell the minis at Nunham's. Yeah. Yeah. The Hawks have the minis now too. I think a bunch of companies went to the minis because people are saddle hunters now and they yes. want to be able to stack them better. But yeah, I, I do like those. Hawk has a good setup. If, if I wasn't going to be running uh, the Lone Wolf Custom Gear, I actually bought the Hawks, the longer ones, yeah. and then my brother bought them off me and then he sold them to a buddy because he got that. There was a really good discount on Midway USA. Yes. Where they had the uh, the light the XL light, whatever the stand is, and yes. then the the four mini sticks. He got that for like two hundred and ten bucks or yeah. something what? like that. And I was yeah. like, uh, "Get it, dude!" And then he sold those sticks for a hundred dollars. I'm like, basically yeah. made his money back yeah, almost. Exactly. He basically got that set up for a hundred bucks. Yeah. Like for four sticks and a and a light hawk stand. Yeah. I'm like, that's a steal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So. But yeah, I'm running those Aiders. They're like uh, the military grade. What's that? Uh, oh, yeah. What is that called? What the the the, the little 550 cord? Is that what it's called? Or are you talking the actual 550 cord or that weird little something steel stuff that no, it's it's the, the steel? Yeah. Okay. No, it's, it's the 550 cord. Okay. Yeah, and I and I buy I bought a, a three of them off this guy called Easy Outdoors. Okay. I think he's actually from around here. Maybe he might be from PA, maybe Ohio, but he makes he makes them pretty cool. They're like 550 cord and then there's like a, a, a rubber plastic tube yeah. in the bottom. Yep. And I'll be running those double steps with three eighters and then I think I'll be able to get up. Oh heck yeah, if you're doing those eighters 20, on each like step. Maybe yeah, be. like 18 maybe. Yeah. Like I don't have long legs, I can't really. But still but with eighters still, on each step, you'll, I mean, yeah. it's like having Extra I've actually thought about not hunting as high this year because listening to Cody DeQuisto, uh, he hunts yes. like twelve feet, two sticks, like yeah. two sticks. I was gonna run two sticks with two eighters and see how high I can get, and yep. like that's what less weight, less time. You're setting the stick up, like yep. so. We'll see, but I've also thought about hunting off the ground too. So yeah. <laughs> those yeah. hunting public guys are crazy. They're like. Yeah. That's just it does look so cool do. when you see oh, those does. videos and like that. Recently put on that bucket oh, man. in North Dakota. That was the most nuts. I had a drill and rush watching that video. Me too. Yeah. That yeah, box stands up. Stands up like camera span. work I've oh, ever seen. I don't know if you can get an Emmy for that, but they should like that is that was my that, video that was by far my seen. favorite video they've came out with, and, and I watch all their videos. Yes. Like, yeah. Like hundreds of videos. I feel like that's one you have to forward to people. Like, oh, you're thinking about hunting. Yeah, there you Watch go. There you go. And then yeah. they get right into it. Yeah, that was, that was neat. Uh, he he freaked out after you shot. I would have. <laughs> <I would've, laughs> yeah, like eighty yards. Like yeah. that morning, he's all jacked up on coffee, running yeah. around. Yeah. I think we replayed it like like seven times. Mm-hmm. Smock and I did. Where all of a sudden he like glasses up to the left, and then as he turns back and puts, he's like, "It's right there." Yeah. And like, look at his. He's like glassing with his binoculars for like two minutes, and then he just goes. Yeah, there it is at 20 yards. And he right literally, oh, it must have just got out of its bed, stood up, enough. and then he saw the antlers just right there. He was like, Jake, can I shoot? Yeah. And I couldn't hear him say something. He's like, because he already had it already dropped. Oh, he was drawn back. Down. He said he drew back twice, I think. And he drew back once, let it down, down, and then he drew back again. I'm like, he's an animal on the ground, though, Zach. Yeah. He's crazy. But, yeah, I'm excited. I, I, I think um, with all of us here, like, as much scouting as we done, you know, talking to you guys about cameras and just the scouting on public and through cameras and uh, glassing. I know you glass a lot. This morning, it was, uh, this yeah. morning there was. Yeah. I remember you texted me this morning. Said there's does out, and it was like 
7 30 some 15 or yeah. something and it was bright as day out and they were still out in the field and i don't know if that has to do much with the moon but just the amount of scouting that we've done i think this year should be pretty fun and i think we'll get together and do a little filming i think that'll be pretty cool i hope that. so too that's that to be really cool to do that. for that and yeah. i have we were just talking about it i'm off from the middle of october until the middle of november so i have nice. all my rotation kind of put in Sweet. there and yeah so i'm, I'm pretty excited Sweet. Well, I only have three days of vacation, so <laughs> I'm, I'm hope, hoping and praying that I can kill a decent one early. And yeah. my my goal this year is is to kill a good one, obviously. But I want to get my wife a deer because she's she's killed a deer, but not one with her bow, and not she's never killed a buck. Yes. So I think it'd be really cool. I'm gonna take her out opening day, yep. get her in a stand. We got a double set on a buddy's property that we hunt, and if a legal buck comes by, yep. I don't care how big it is. It's got three up. She's yep. shooting it. Yeah. That's like, actually it doesn't really matter to me. Like, so she's shooting that Matthews Jewel. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the Z7 Extreme. It's it's fast. She's shooting forty pounds. Nice. We're gonna. I think I'm gonna set her up with some muzzies four blade. I think got some in the basement. And uh, she's actually using the same arrows that I'm using. That's because we cool. both yeah. have a twenty six inch draw. Yeah, it's I'm like, shooting twenty five and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Arms. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for her. And then actually, I had a friend. Um, that just passed away on Sunday. Oh, so and I and I can't. Yeah, I just it's weird. So we were in the service together the entire time. For, mm -hmm. He was in for four years. I was I was in for six, but didn't see him for like three years. He's up from Buffalo. He lives up in Buffalo, and I'm like, hey, let's get together. And another buddy was home on leave, and we all went up to Erie and got together at Buffalo Wild Wings. And then like the next weekend, he passes away on his motorcycle. Oh, so I'm like, cow. so then of course, right when he did that got in my mind i'm like his funeral is going to be saturday guess when it is saturday yeah. so i can't hunt the evening which is fine because yeah. i got all year and the wind's not right for a certain spot that i'm hunting and it's like no biggie so but I, i'm gonna head up there and hang out with some buddies up there and we'll kind of just reminisce on on some things but that kind of worked out like that but i'm excited just to take my wife out in the morning and i think it's going to be what thirty eight in the morning yeah. and yeah it's high at fifty two high at fifty something yeah my my wife had always hunted but was totally against archery like thought it was you know ah oh, just it's not ethical it's oh, all this, you know huh. but love to hunt and all that and yeah then I think she saw the passion and excitement I had for it she's like I want to get involved so yeah. last year had been like learning it and so I said well let's start you with a crossbow. Cool. You know, do that. So this is her first year going with the crossbow. Nice. So we're going to get out. She works Saturday, but we're going to hit out in the woods afterwards as well. Nice. Kind of the same cool. thing. And I even said, if a doe comes by, we're going to go. Like, yep. So I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm cool. going to be just filming and watching yep. her. And so that's why I said it's probably when that big Campbell's buck's going to come out. She yeah. even said that too. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, first one I get's probably going to be the biggest. I'm like, like, you got the biggest yeah. turkey this year, and then you get the biggest yeah, buck, and I couldn't be more happy. Yeah. So That's cool. Yeah, I wish from the forums that i read and from the stuff that i read on social media i wish that the hunting community would like quit the crap about oh he shoots a crossbow and he yeah. shoots a rifle and he uses this or whatever i think i feel like we should all get together and just i wish it was different i don't know i i just the negativity that is around hunting is just crazy i wish it would change and like who cares what people use let them use what they want to use and if they're shooting good deer and they're doing it doing it the right way, let him shoot a crossbow, let him shoot a rifle, let him whatever, yeah. you know, who cares? 
my buddy shoots a traditional bow. Awesome. Yep. Cool. You know, make, makes it, next year. Makes it out of do that next year. He makes it out of a stick and cuts it on a bandsaw and makes That's his awesome. own arrows and he's cool. gonna get super primal. Like he wants to like cut his own broadheads and That's make awesome. his own string. That's and so cool. Sean Vine, yeah, yeah, he yeah. shot that one last year with the with that bow. Yeah. Forty five pounds, I think, and he literally got that piece of wood. I don't know how many feet it was, eight feet or something, yeah. cut it down on a bandsaw, got it down to the weight he did, strung it up and now he shoots that. That's so crazy. Cool. It's pretty awesome, yeah, it's cool. Maybe someday for me, but I think next year. I keep. I said that last year because I shot that buck. I only had one tag. I don't shoot doe. I, I don't know. I don't shoot doe. I, I probably should, especially the pieces I hunt around here. I probably should shoot more doe. But but I, I also say like to you most of the time you don't go through as I much. Can't, meat I could hardly fit the. I had to put my right, yeah. half of my buck meat in my parents' yeah. house freezer. It's just me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and the hunter, there's no really donation program around here in Pennsylvania. Not that I know of, in Kentucky. No. But, uh, yeah, it's poor now. <laughs> is your windows up or down? Uh-uh. I think my windows are down, my bow's out there. It's all right. It's hunting season. We're good. It's just airing it up. I can pause it. No, we're good. Keep going. I'm, I'm ready right. to go. We're, we're in the we're moment. Ready to yeah, go. we're in the moment. So well, He's just giving it. <laughs> send it, right? Like yeah, you guys said. Just going to send it. Just going to send it. I think you can even see, hear that in the one video where I shoot the dough. It was like, yeah. shoot at the dough. Shoot at the dome. Yeah, yeah. That was cool footage. Of I think I'm going to send it. And then he gets kind of the footage through the tree. And then it, I thought you hit it in the first place. It Well, we you mule kicked like, like it, it did. Yeah, yeah that's, it just went right underneath. There was nothing on the arrow. I mean, we searched over because we did. We watched the footage on that. Did, was there any hair on the arrow or no, anything? No, there was no hair. Wow. I wonder why she made that. It's the same. Or whatever. Did everyone. We kept watching the video. We're like, it looks like we... Hit her. Scared to grab just, out of her. I, I think it just scared her. Yeah. It just a little just bit. Hit her and it just scared her. Jumped up. I don't know. But she had a little. You had a little bit of. Was it grass stains on the white fletchings, or what was that? Were you? Yeah, I mean it was because because I was shooting. Uh, it was actually up because I was like on the ground. It was up on a knoll, mm-hmm. and so it flew out much further past, and you know, kind of ended and up. Then it looked like it just dropped off at the last second. Like you were saying, it was weird. Like that's what I said. There was something with that. All of a sudden, I shot, and it looked like it was gonna smoke it, and then all of a sudden, it just kind of. Yeah. I don't know if it was yeah. just that's the sound. I don't know if it was just, just the, height, the height difference yeah. and elevation. It was weird. Yeah, but super weird. I guess that's the the highs and the lows of hunting. Because we got sure. I darn near ran from my. I broke down, and ran back to the truck. And Jim met me. Yeah. We're sitting there on a tool like. Come on, let's go get some deer here because we both thought we had one down. Yeah, yeah. You shot your buck the same day you shot was shot at the yeah, within right? minutes. Within yeah. minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. huh? Yeah, because he had messages like, "There's a four point on the field." Sent because Tyler was filming me that night. Yeah, and uh, Tyler's like, "I'm gonna tell him to shoot it." I'm like, "Okay." And yeah. sure enough, then the doe walks out. Right was like, "I think I'm gonna try to yeah. shoot this one too." Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a nice night. But. That's a cool little trip you guys did, though. I bet you guys yeah. had a lot of fun. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah, blast. It was yeah. just beautiful country down there. It was nice just to, you know. For sure. Have got blast. away from this place for a few yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Well, what's up? Laughed at you, you and Tyler bickering back and forth. And, <laughs> oh, my I've been gosh. back a month, right. and then I leave Wednesday for my early season Ohio trip. So heading down to Southwest this Wednesday. Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, the seventh. Really, the seventh to eleventh on a public or where are you piece going? Piece of private. Um, cool. No family down there. Sweet. And they've harvested some does when they've come up in rifle season on our mm-hmm. property. You know, just good friends, awesome people, and they extended it out. Hey, we're going oh, out cool. for this if you want to come out. So, pretty excited for that. Got the tag ready to go. So hopefully we can get 
something for my wife on Saturday, and then maybe nice. cut out. And, and I, I think we're probably going to go out Saturday yeah, right. morning. We're film you Saturday morning. Yeah, see if we can't get something cool. moving. So you yeah. have a doe tag. Yeah, I've, we actually have three doe tags. Sweet. We have three between nice. Just me. My wife has two or three. So yeah, but we eat a lot of it. I mean. Yeah, I eat a lot of deer meat, so it's nice. Cooking for a family of three, opposed to yeah me and yeah. the dog. So yeah, I hear you. I like whacking does, though. I was telling him <laughs> when he told me that over text, I was like, "You don't whack does." I was like, "Dude, I love, I love, I love whacking does. It is. That's oh man, I love it. And it's I like I do it more in the early season because last year, yeah, I, I kicked myself that all of a sudden I had this one that just kept circling my stand and she. Mm-hmm. When she shot her, perfect, she never, never saw know, shot her. Yep, but well, she never saw me. She never. And earlier that night, I had saw a buck at like fifty-five yards, Ron. And so, all in my head, I'm like, the minute I shoot a doe, this buck's yeah. gonna hit it. And just yeah. watch this doe circle. It never picked up my wind. Huh. It never scared. It was doe. It was a beautiful doe. doe. And I'm like, oh, yeah. such good meat. I'm just watching there. And like yeah. at that point, I'm trophy hunting, and it was just I don't know. It was an inner debate. That I, <laughs> oh, I do that every day. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's kind of how it transitioned. That's what I was going to talk about too. Is like how this the hunting community has transitioned more. It used to be like the um, the TV guys. Like it yes. was all about the TV guys, like the juries and the Kiskies and the Lakoskis and stuff like that, which is fine. Like great, you know. And now it's transitioned into kind of more like grinded out hunting public kind of stuff. Yeah. Like hunt public ground and kind of shoot whatever buck makes you happy, which is awesome. That's yes. kind of where I wanted to go back. And deer are getting bigger every year, being around in PA and Ohio and different things like that. They grow every year, and it seems like they get bigger. I don't know if it's just less hunters nowadays or what, what the deal is, but food, I don't know what it is. The antler restriction is done. Oh, for sure. For sure. I remember when I was a kid, my dad would go out, and I was not old enough to, talk, to, to go hunt. I think we talked about this yeah. before. and sitting on the windowsill in the kitchen watching dad pulling from waiting up at camp and, and yeah up in war i saw the warren ludlow kane i know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. yeah. Camp yep. up there and mm-hmm. see anything eh, like two doe hear any shots maybe five yeah all, all week yeah camp. wow and now i mean he he never saw he's shot like three bucks in his life they get those scrub 80 inch yeah eight point mm-hmm. spindly and now it's like he sees deer driving to Erie every morning to go to work. Like, There's a lot of deer. He's there. never seen deer like that. Uh, I think the deer restriction did a lot. Out, and I think people are starting to understand the the multiple sides, not only of science and nutrition, I mean, between food plots and, yeah. you know, we're still in a state and area, you know, knock on wood, that um, hasn't been affected by some of the other diseases as much. So yeah. we're able to right. put out right. minerals and everything else. And so... That mixed with some of the knowledge of, well, if I let this one pass and my buddy lets this one pass, that next year it's going to be something that I can yeah. put on my wall. I think it adds that that combination of all of it is just kind of a you know thing that we're starting to see better results. I think a lot of it is adults aren't getting kids into hunting. It's expensive. Could be. Archery right. is downright expensive. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No it's doubt. It's expensive. I mean, it's not for the mm-hmm. faint of heart in those that, I mean... I'm not wealthy by any means, but I. This is my hobby. It's what I do. Right. So that's where I put my money into my house and, mm-hmm. and bow hunting. So you could do it for a lot cheaper than we than we do. Right. And like I've listened to a podcast the other day. You could do it on the ground with a four hundred dollar Gainer Mountain, hey, whatever diamond setup. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Oh, yeah, you really could. Mm-hmm. But I mean, maybe I like the 
stepping up a notch and starting self-filming and yeah. the mobile setup and hunting more private private or i'm sorry public because i've always done like a knock like a knock and talk permission mm -hmm. not like it's private but there's other people hunting that so you have yeah. to ask and work around there so I, I i think it's a lot to kids don't have that ambition to go out and learn something new and something that right. challenges them because they expect everything to be handed to them unfortunately yeah i mean i realize it in my generation that people just kids kids i call myself a kid but almost 30 years old but people just want instant gratification yeah between yeah. social media and and these pages like you get instant gratification like you put a post on and do it just for likes mm-hmm it doesn't happen like that in the deer world. The deer, right. the deer don't care if you have a sweet YouTube page right. or a, a, a Facebook or an Instagram. And I think that's they where it goes back do. to what you were saying about where people are enjoying that more grind part of it. But the people that really are hunters and doing this, they know it's not success every time. They see yeah. that it's not, you know, always, look, we got this Boone and Crockett buck on a, you know, wonderful food plot manicured right. by our people every year. You know, so if you can see that hey this is what happens here's what it is we didn't have the success but here's what we're going to do this is what we learned from it let's try to do this this year mm -hmm. it's more appealing to guys like us that have gone right. through the same troubles like we talked about the trials and tribulations yeah that we're doing this year like yeah. filming that and recording podcast stuff yeah. and it i mean it's a grind I mean, it's a I, lot of work i woke man. up this morning and tried to get myself from that because yeah. i worked till 1 a.m i woke yeah. up this morning at six and like i've been this early and a long darn time. Mm -hmm. So oh yeah, just to go out and spot or just spot and glass, to go out and glass, glass yeah. Those three fields, yeah. yeah it, it was right. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, we're two days away, two sleeps away from it. Two yeah. sleeps away, man. Yep. Yeah. And then that cold front's coming in. I think the Monday, Tuesday, and the days after are going to be pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. I know work until one. You can pretty much only hunt. You work the five to five p.m. Five to, yep. So okay. I won't hunt any, so you won't until my weekends off. Gotcha. Which is every other weekend. My one day off during the week, so already Tuesday, Thursday. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. So I don't hunt. I've had more luck in the evenings, actually. But we'll see. I don't have mornings to hunt until, really, in theory, 2 o'clock. really can be yeah. on a stand. But I won't put that kind of time in until closer towards Halloween. But Right. I'll go back on what you said, Evan, was... I think people just like more of the challenge now yeah. of going on public ground. Like they've done it on private and honestly, and this is coming from me being back home for a couple of years now, I've got, well, I hunt mostly all public anyway, but honestly, I think there's more better deer on public sometimes anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some guys like they can manage their property and whatever. That's fine. Awesome. They got food plots and different things, but sometimes I, I honestly think sometimes there's, better deer on public anyway and i listen to a lot of different podcasts and things and the guys hunting public one it's more of a grind and a challenge but sometimes there's better deer yeah. on public ground if you get way back in there in the swamp and big woods or whatever like some some people only own 100 acres 200 acres and that's the deer they got but like i said i think public is starting to kind of i don't know i i like the grind and i think it's the challenge that with how this hunting community is kind of transitioning and i think the hunting public channel has done a lot yes. lot good for us and people that are hunting public and want that grind but i think it's transitioning out of like people that are hunting like the tv guys that are in their ladder stands and in their whatever 
the redneck blinds, redneck blinds, blinds and, yeah, and drive drive out there and and they're shooting their sponsor stuff and all this. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I'm more of the, I'll just go out and go yeah. out public and hang in a certain tree and do a hangout every time. And yeah. and that's you got to learn from your mistakes. And I think that's what it's going to be this year with all of us. I think we're going to make mistakes, and that's fine. It was we're a realization learn from it. in Kentucky. Like, and I think that's even why I wanted I to do Kentucky. Do and for I mean, sure, I'm going to yeah. be hunting public land here or, you know, stuff where they do the hunter access program through PA yeah. where you yeah, just have yeah. to kind of knock and ask and it's a, a easier route to go. But because I've been spoiled that I've had family land, but every year I know where the deer are moving through and what funnels they hit. Mm-hmm. And it's always this generational thing and there might be one good buck and maybe once every three years, one of us three get it. Yeah. But right. I haven't tested myself to see what I have when I see that buck that's more chance because I know he comes through here at some point during this yeah. three week period right am I really on it and doing the right, right thing public it's different I'm moving in to see okay am I reading this sign correctly did mm-hmm. I play the wind correctly that's because what we thought about in Kentucky yeah are, are we really breaking down what we're seeing <laughs> accurately yeah because mm-hmm. the, I mean there was a lot of deer sign in there but some was two weeks old some was two days right. I mean it's hard for to learn that, I mean, it, no one's teaching us how to do this. I mean, it's not like it's a, I mean, there's probably is a handbook out there somewhere how to read deer sign, but I, I don't know it. No. So right. trying to diagnose like, okay, we come in this way with the wind this way, moon phase, pressure. And then you got to break down the property. So, I mean, it's not like oh, it's, it's a no. easy right. thing to do. So when it's, when yeah. you're successful, it's that much more gratifying. And it was an eye opener to me. Like, yeah, we were getting up at five in a camper 4.45, we would be up. Tyler would be in sleep until <laughs> uh, 5.30, 20 after. Like, yeah. we got to go, man. Let's roll. And he's and he's still laying in bed. And it, we did it for, what, five days? Yeah. And it was a grind. So now it's, that's what you guys were saying about the hunting public. You, you guys give them credit because oh, literally oh, they're on the road all year. Yeah. Like, it, like and they're not days. even... Yeah, and, I, and they pack all that stuff in there. It's yeah. nuts. And they don't do it just for bow season. They do it in rifle. Then it swings around to spring gobbler, and they do yes. it for spring gobbler. Like, people might say, like, I would love to do that for a job. And of course I would, and i got a family and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah. that's a grind. Like, those guys are not Like, they're they're nuts. Yeah, like, they get up tough. at whatever time every day, and they're out filming, being successful, and yeah. – I definitely give those guys a lot of credit that do that. Like, they, they travel. Just, they just put on their day. Aaron was, like, sick. Like, you could tell he was, like, the guy have a cold. Like, he, he yeah. sounded like crap. Yeah. Him and yeah. Ted were out. Still yeah. grinding. Well, yeah. And the other things, you know, not to pat you on the back, but getting videos and stuff out and stuff like that. But there's a lot even post-hunt in doing that part when you're trying to oh, man, the editing podcast oh, and spending yeah. hours. And, you know, there's a lot. We talked about that to, to do filming and, and videos and yeah. podcasts, and we did it, like, twice. Yeah. Because it was just, man, it, it, a whole other level of challenge. Oh, yeah. It's, it's dang it. That's, it's fun. It's, it's yeah. Makes, makes you more of a, I don't know, more of a human yeah. that you want to better yourself and drive yourself to push yourself to that next level. Yep. And I think that, that, and that challenge I yourself. guess you can hold yourself your, your chin high because maybe bow hunters are a bit cocky, cocky or confident. There's a fine mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. between that because I can go out and with a rifle and 
Thanksgiving, shoot your right, set your rifle in. Right. And then the first Monday after, you're in the woods. First Monday, or that set, whatever was it? Well, Saturday, Saturday and Saturday, Monday. Monday. Yeah. And then Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a deer hunter in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. I, sure, I, I commend you because you're out there trying right. to feed your yeah. family and oh, and for sure, population and and you're still or continuing that tradition. Mm-hmm. But dang it, there's something cool about a steak and a string, mm-hmm. and it's drizzling and 40 degrees, and you're packing in a mile with the stand on your back, right? At 5:30 in the morning, and after you've put in hundreds of dollars and hours, oh, for sure, into finding that and looking, there is nothing like waiting out there during the fall. And having the beauty of everything it and smells. Mm-hmm. I even noticed it walking out today. Not only that, but the I'm sure you guys still remember the first time you actually smelled a buck coming in, or oh, yeah. smelled that at Trista where you're like, yeah. mm-hmm. "There's a deer close." You didn't even see it yet. Those are things that stick in your head yeah. that you don't experience any other time until archery season. Or walking up to that buck last year, smelling his his tarsal glands. Yeah, yeah. It just the smell of the yeah. woods and laughing with you and my dad. Yeah. Like, What's taking you so long to gut this thing? Yeah. <laughs> and smelling that and looking at it yeah. and dragging them out and swearing and cussing because it's, it's jaggers and over limbs and yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome thing. And then you can yeah, experience it with friends and make new friends in this For process. Sure. It's yeah. Well, that's what I want it to fun. be. Like I, like I want, that's how I want the hunting community to be. Like when I got the picture from you and I was like, Okay, you know, this guy where, when, me now. <laughs> I was like, where, when, why, or whatever the heck I said or whatever. It was funny, but I'm like, okay, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit. And then I called you. Like, I didn't even really know you. Yeah, yeah. I picked up the phone. I asked for your number. We called. I walked out of work. Talked and, for like 20 minutes. Yeah, I talked for like 20 minutes. And I was like, okay, this, you know, we're going to do this. Like, we're going to get together, have a podcast, maybe do a little film in this fall yeah. or whatever. And that's how it should be, though. It shouldn't be like, well, if we're trying to hunt around the same area, like, stay out of there at a certain time, and I'm going to be in here. Please don't, like, yeah. it's public. So we're going to, we might be in there same time or something, but I would be just as happy for you or you yeah. to shoot a giant buck that I'm chasing or whatever than me to shoot it. Like, yeah. obviously, I, I want to shoot it, but <laughs> yeah. not to be, like, selfish or anything, but I would be just as happy for you guys to get it. Like, I want to I want to see that deer, too, or whatever. So... Like it's all said, about that. Like it's said like you guys forth. did your 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 out of trip trip hunt. Like it was a it was a grind, but it was fun because you had everybody together and yeah. in house and hanging and out. We didn't run in. It was the same thing with everyone we met. I mean that guy with the blue Ford pickup. You know, just yeah. Hey, head down here. He's yeah, like, I remember you guys saying that. that. Was was you. Like we were walking in. Yeah, and it's like, oh no, this guy's going there because he'd parked there like three days before mm-hmm. in a row. We were there. We went the other direction. We walked up to him like, "Hey man, which way are you going?" He's like, "Going to that that yeah. bowl at the bottom of that plot." I'm like, "Oh, I killed him there last night." He was like, "Oh, okay. What'd you kill?" It's a velvet velvet buck. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Okay, where are you going now?" I'm like, we were gonna go back off that somewhere. He's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, I'll go that way." Yeah, yeah just, well, we got another buddy going that way. He's like, okay, I'll go that way. Yeah, like, well, we got a buddy going that way. He's we like, make such right, a bad, yeah. he didn't care. Digma and stereotype for ourselves as the hunting community. And I think doing stuff like this and, and reaching out and, hey, I'll film you because you're on this deer. You see yeah. it. I'll come film you. Yeah, you know, cool. do something like that or getting that excitement to share all of it and showing everyone that it's it's a community. We're all here for the same thing. I want to show, my, fa- I show my family the footage of why I spend so many dollars and take off work to do make this. money hunting, you know, yeah, doing, no. yeah, it'd be cool too. It'd be cool to get free gear, but I do mm-hmm. it just because I love it and want to share it. And that's, what's awesome about 
running into a random, quote unquote, random dude in the yeah. woods that walked on your trail cam. Yeah, yeah. Now, literally, you know, yeah. It's, it's pretty neat. Yeah, that's how it is. But like you said, like we were hunting public, but it's also the extra challenge of bringing your camp. There was so many days the last couple of years that I just wanted to keep it at home, yeah. keep yeah. the camera at home, keep the equipment at home, because that's some, you know, ten pounds, fifteen pounds less that I was carrying, but I did it and. Now I can share it with everybody, yeah, and yes. it's cool how it works out like that. But if that gets a kid into it, because he saw that, like, yep, that. I mean, I listened to a podcast yesterday, and it said what? Maybe it was Exodus one when they had Tyler Pierre, Pierre, Pear on there, and Perry, you think? Yeah, Perry. Perry yeah. Yeah. And he said, "I listen to that." What one, do you yeah. want on your hunting tombstone? Like, I want people to know that, like, I'm. What do you already said? Quote unquote. I wanted. People know that I got people into the sport mm -hmm. and bettered the sport because of me being here. I'm like, yeah. yeah, like I've tried to get guys in it, like Paul mm -hmm. at work to get into bow hunting. He asked me last night, "Why do you even lay overnight? Isn't that isn't the meat gonna be bad? Like, no, it's ethical to do that. You're mm -hmm. not pushing, bumping, pushing here and, and bumping him. Yeah, explain the whole thing. He was like, I guess I just didn't understand that part. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Palka yeah. asked me last night, "You ever garnered a deer?" I'm like. Yeah, I rattled and grunted in both bucks I've killed. It was like, really? I'm a bow hunt, but I, I guess I'm next year. I want, I want He's to dizzy rifle hunt. Yeah. See, that's they never experienced the yeah. the, 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 the PA rifle, like, like the tail end, like, like the yeah, second the tip, right, chase, right, nose down chasing the yeah. like smaller bucks at second person right. testosterone. But it's like, how do you learn that? I'm like, I feel like that's probably how a lot of us, if not all three of us here, that's how we were raised. Like. At least me. Yep. My dad wasn't in, really into boat hunting. He's, I think he's killed either, yeah. one buck, and it was a five-point, like, 15, 20 years ago, whatever it was. And me and my brother got – he's a huge turkey hunter. That's a different story. But um, he just – it would always be the thing, you know, sight your gun in the couple days before. You go out, and you hunt the same stand. Yep. I, I did shoot a decent eight-point the one year. It came over the ridge, and it was chasing two does. But I never experienced, like, yep. being within – 10 feet of a deer or 10 yards of a deer or whatever yeah, so you don't do that in rifle like unless they're just running full speed because they're you know running from pushed. people yeah. getting pushed yeah. or whatever and like you said there's just something about having having a stick and string in your hand and there's just like it nothing so like primal that. and you the tradition I, I i would love to introduce if i can introduce one person to it every year yeah. oh for sure the rest of my existence on earth I think I'm better in the sport. Well, and, and even just the, the tactical part of it and the technical aspects of, I was raised with a rifle family the same mm -hmm. way. We didn't really bow hunt. Mm -hmm. Never played the wind. No one yeah, ever yeah, played yeah. the wind. Yeah, yeah, you don't play the wind. You wash your, you don't even wash your hunting, your orange yeah. big marshmallow no. man suit. Yeah. We keep them yeah. upstairs yeah. in the garage yeah. that has the wood stove. Mm -hmm. and I mean, man, I just don't think anything of it. And meanwhile, yeah. you're... Cracking open wrap orders of Kit Kat bars from little chocolate out of the thermos your dad poured in. Yeah, yeah, there was nothing so, about yeah. noise and scent nothing. and wind. And so all of a sudden you come into this, man, there's a whole other world and there's so much thought into it. And it is. It's just, oh, it's, I love it. Yeah. I can't wait. I am excited as excited can be. Yeah. There was a couple of nights recently I haven't slept because I'm thinking, like, oh man, what if I do this? The wind's moving this way. Like even yesterday, I looked in the morning, due west wind. And by the end of the day, it says, Southwest, Southwest. yeah. Oh, what yeah. am I going to do yeah. now? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. I'm going to have to get up an hour earlier to walk in the park here, walk all the way around, wind my face, mm -hmm. and come in this way. Yeah. Like, I was like, my wind is not good for any of my sets. Like, heck yeah, I'll go film you. Yeah. Right. So, and, yeah, that's cool. Hopefully, we can do that Saturday morning. So That'll be really cool. I'm excited. 
So I'm ready for the grind. Yeah. Yeah. Do you got to yeah, get out of here pretty soon? or? Yeah, I got to roll pretty soon and uh, go spend okay. some time with the little one before next week. So she's all excited to see Daddy, and she's even got her camo jacket on today because nice. she knew I had all my stuff out and was getting it washed. So I'm pretty excited. Just let me know when you got to go, or do you got to go right now? Yeah, whenever, whenever we'll be. A couple minutes. So, yeah, okay. So. Yeah, man, I'm excited. Uh, I think the preparation, um, I've never prepared this much for for a season and now I got that new setup and stuff and the new bow and the new arrows and just trying new things and I don't change much every year but to change I think the whole setup with how much weight I'm going to be carrying in the woods yes. and different areas and stuff like that and like you said hunting a new couple new public properties public land properties like it's just about like new new stuff you find out it's not you go into the same stand every year like we used to do for rifle or whatever you go in and you scout it and you go off most recent information like mark jury always says yeah. mri you go out you find a scrape or a rub or whatever you set a camera off of it or whatever you get intel but now that we're doing the whole summer scouting with cameras and junior mock so, scrapes and yeah. now you're you know all that stuff it's like trying to find bedding but we, we know we can't you and i both know that piece we can't yeah. get on to bedding area yeah. because it's 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 not all open. A couple hundred acres of, of posting, yep. Yeah. So we know they've been there. We've got to catch them off coming from that mm -hmm. and where they're going. And Well, you can hunt mornings. I can hunt evenings. Yeah. Well, I can hunt mornings during the weekend. But we'll see what the cameras tell us. Like, I am not going in there until I get the right win. That's for yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. the win ain't going to yeah. be right. I checked it Saturday. Yeah. It ain't going to be right. I can't yep. hunt evening anyway. Like I was saying. Monday ain't gonna be right. I don't even think Tuesday will be right. And I was telling my buddy that's gonna be hunting with me with his trad bow. I'm like, I, I don't care if it's till October 12th till yeah, we not going. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not messing that. Like, yeah. there was years yeah. in the past, like you said, I didn't really go off wind. It was yeah. like, okay, I got this stand and there's good bucks around it. I'm going in there. I didn't yep. really check like that weather app. Yeah, um, weather underground. yeah that's yeah. what I use. I was checking it. And now what I'm doing now is when I get a, a picture of a, of a good buck I'm hunting, I'll go and look at past history of yeah. one, how the moon, how the moon was yeah. the pressure. And then also the wind that day. And if the, if the buck's coming, you know, a certain way to the scrape or yep. up a trail, how's he walking? Is he walking with the wind in his face? Is he walking with the wind to his back yep. or whatever? All that stuff goes into it now. And you don't do that with rifle. And I'm no. not, we're not knocking on rifle no, hunters. No, no, not. Cause I love, no. I love rifle hunting just as much, but now that we have the, the techniques to go into that for archery season and we have to put all that in, into a hat and just go with it. You can't just kind of go out and you yeah. pull your gun up and shoot a deer at 200 yards or whatever. Yeah. You have to get him in 40 yards, 30, whatever. Yeah. And that's, that's the fun of it. So I'm trying to explain that to someone that hasn't done it. Yeah. Like I get, I was giddy last night talking to Paul and Palka about that. And they came in and I one center. It was like, Justin and I were talking back and forth before he left and, I don't know if I can put into words how much fun and frustration and heartbreak yeah. and anger and I guess it shouldn't be that much of a you shouldn't put that much pressure on yourself because it's supposed yeah. to be fun mm -hmm. but dang it you want to be successful and be yeah. on deer and you want to see deer and yeah if you don't well you got to do something different and right. just don't get down on yourself because that's what's going to ruin your season well that's that's the whole thing like don't overhunt early especially too like one it's i like hunting early season but it's gonna be you're gonna have that 
little hot phase there, or the, the middle of October, whatever. But you, remember, if you're not going to be successful early season, you still have all the rut. So don't get down on yourself. And, you know, you have that good spot there where I've always had pretty good luck in November. But I'm trying to really pattern some deer and try to get it done early so I can get my wife on a buck and maybe some other people and maybe get out and film you guys. If, if, you know, if one of us tag out early or if I tag out early, man, it's pouring out. <laughs> yeah, it is. Is your stuff still sitting on your yeah. cover? Yeah, it's all right. Oh, gosh. Is it closed up? Yeah, maybe. We're not even sure. <laughs> I don't think it was sitting out. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Yeah. This is that giddy part. We're going to be in a lot more rain for the next few months. Of, hey, uh, those bows are made uh, to be in the rain. Exactly. It's, it's all testing good. it already. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Well, cool. If there's nothing else, I got to get going here, too. I know I yeah. know you got to get going, Evan. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to bring up? Or I can tell you I'm, I'm excited for all this, and I think we've switched a lot of stuff, each of us, that it's going to be cool as we start kind of getting back and forth and doing our check-ins going further of, is it working for us? Are we seeing these more deer? Yeah. Are we having better encounters? Yeah. Right. You know, and I, I'm excited for this year. I, I really am probably more than I have been in a lot of years. So. I want to show my, my friends and family what we really do. So I'm excited. My expectation, expectation is yeah. I wanted to show people what I lose sleep over and spend so much money and time on. Right. It's, it's great to get someone into it. So I hope I can get someone into it and show Yeah what we the little white the little just white tailed deer in the woods mm-hmm. what we love so sleep over so, yeah. yeah literally yeah but there's guys i talk to at work and it's like they look at some deer that i show them or whatever and i talk about hunting they're just like cool man and they don't get excited about it <laughs> a lot of them are just rifle hunters yeah. and whatnot and some guys go out with their crossbows and whatever the one the one guy um just strictly hunts he, he doesn't really you know he just kind of goes out kind of like we used to do and it's fine, you know, whatever. But when I show them pictures, they're just like, cool, man, you know, whatever. And it's like yeah. when we bounce <laughs> pictures back and forth, we kind of we oh, freak yeah. out a little we're bit. We're starting to, like, pick each other's brains. Yeah. Like, how would you do this? How'd you set Which that is up? cool. Yeah. And that's how it should be. So, but, yeah, tell them how they – some – the guys that uh, want to follow you guys, tell them how they can get a hold of you, follow you, social media, YouTube, whatever. Yeah, so we're on uh, Facebook at Tool City Outdoors. It's toolcityoutdoors.pa. We're on Instagram at toolcity.outdoors. And as well, we do our podcast, the First Do Bow Hunter podcast, yep. um, Apple iTunes, Spotify, all the good ones there. And then as well, your information, because we're going to yeah, drop sure. this. So. Um, yeah, Ridge Raised Outdoors. Um, I know you guys have watched some of my stuff on oh, yeah. YouTube. Oh, yeah. There. yeah, we are on YouTube, too. I kind of forget yeah. about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're going to collaborate a little bit. And then I have... Instagram, just if you type in Ridge Raised Outdoors, same with Facebook, you, you guys will be able to find me or hit up Andrew. I think he follows me. You probably do yeah. as well. I remember he messaged me over the weekend. But yeah, I think if we can kind of bounce stuff off each other and get followers from each other, it'd be pretty exactly. cool. Exactly. And that's how I figure I'm going to end up sharing your page coming up right. soon. We drop this to do it that way. So I think if we collaborate a little bit and one of us shoots a buck or a doe or whatever, even if we get like recovery footage, I think it would yeah, be super yeah. cool to kind of just. I like, I'd rather experience the opportunity of of harvesting a deer or or recovering it with friends and now that we can get together and stuff rather than just me trucking through the woods and finding a deer and dragging it out like one it's if it's a big buck like (laughs) hey guys i need some help (laughs) but also just doing it together and and experiencing that and then like i I'm, I'm okay with saying it i walk sometimes i watch my own videos but i look back on them years from now and i'm like if we can do this as 
in 2020, if we can do this as like a team and kind of all do it together and then look back on it five, 10 years from now and be like, that's when we started to do it. And then look back on it and then show our kids or whatever. I think it'd be pretty cool to kind of do it, do it all together and and figure it out. So, but yeah, man, two days and we're going to be out there. I'm excited. Hopefully it doesn't rain like, like it's doing right now though. Fingers crossed. All right, man, I'll let you go. Um, and then uh, we'll probably maybe we can get together in a couple of weeks and do another so podcast. Kind of do like an update yeah. of where we're at, or maybe see week and... one or week two or something. Yeah, and whatnot. So, awesome. well, cool. All right, guys. Thanks. See ya.